flabla, flabla, flabla. I hear that sound on the show so often, the, the crunching of the water. And I know it's you drinking copious amounts of yep. hydration. Yeah. For no reason yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, sometimes I intentionally make it loud. Wow, that was loud. Is that part of the vocal? No, training? it won't it won't catch. I'm sorry, my neighbors are gonna freak. I usually don't do it that loud. I just was really excited. Splade. Welcome to Splade. We record this at home and my neighbors are probably gonna freak out because that was like a that was a freaky scream. That's gonna be really loud for the listeners that are wearing headphones. Actually, the compression takes it okay. all out, dude. What does it, it sound it, like? It'll, be, it'll sound like, uh... Really? Like, you probably won't tell the difference. Um, Was that the start? Did we start when you said Splayed? Oh, yeah. Splayed! The guys, welcome back. This is Splayed Special Edition. Special Deluxe. Special Deluxe Hidden Secret. Secrets. Secret Edition. Secrets. Guys, today, today on the show, I have a special guest for you. He's actually one of the co-founders of Splayed over here. Uh, his name's Mike. And uh, today we're talking about a topic that I think uh, he, I, we're going to say words. And, and uh, I thought Mike would be a... Hi, Mike. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Thanks man? for having me on the show. Thanks, Mike. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to talk about success today. Yes. The, the name of the topic is Born Into Success. Born as in like if, if someone were to give birth to you as a new person, right? Where before, sorry, I bumped your mic. So we're doing, doing about it. All right, if someone was to like give birth to you and you were like a new person, like as a successful person, yeah, right? Yeah. And I feel like right now, Mike, I feel like you're in the birth canal. You I, know, I feel like you're in the birthing channel right now. Deep, deep you're crowning right birth now. Canal. You're crowning. I'm not crowning yet. You're crowning. Um, and so I thought this would be a good point to talk about, you know, success, dude. So what's your recipe? Because, because you're crowning, because you're coming of age, because you are being birthed into this new world, I wanted to know your, like, how did you get here? What are you seeing right now? Right? What does the world look like through the lens of a fresh set of eyes first seeing this world for the, for the first time, right? And that's what I wanted to talk about today on Splayed. This is season two, episode four. We're talking about success today with Mike. Mike, co-founder of Splayed. He's, he hasn't been on the show for a while. Mike, welcome back to the show, dude. It's good to have you. I want to have you on as much as I can. But anyway, I'm going to let you talk eventually. That's fine. But not yet. But not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I don't want to talk yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, dude, dude. Okay, so... So, first of all, I had some questions for you. All right. First question on the show today, guys. Boom. First question is a great one. It's going to be awesome. Wait for it. Hold it. Okay. It's time. Okay. What is it? What does success mean to you? What does success mean to you? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Wait, don't answer. Go ahead. Where do you want to be? It's hard, man. Okay, the first thing that came to mind is success. Tell me the second thing that came know, to mind. I don't remember the second thing. But it's it's kind of like having the ability to shape raw matter into something of value, you know? So success is knowing that you can take the clay, mold it, make a pot oh my god the confidence right it's like that knowledge it's like it's like i know you look at the clay and you know how to make the pot yeah you become successful at making pots right, right. but first you have to identify there's clay and you know what makes I a good do pot. something you with know it. what makes good clay yeah it's the knowledge is it knowledge because the what you just talked experience. to me that sounds like the knowledge is power idea experience okay yeah. it's like that wealth of experience just action over and over and over until you figure out, oh, I can make something from this. Cool. I don't know. The, like, there's you can be successful in different fields too. You know what I mean? But it, like, if we're talking about like financially successful, is figuring out how to turn raw materials into something of value. You know, and then you turn around and you sell that, and you're successful. My next question for you. I, did this, I get the first one right, though? No, that's why I'm asking. Sorry, Follow this is up. actually a variant on the first question. <laughs> okay, you, you, I got you, this. I got you're, this. You're failing right now. I got okay? the you're, second you're, one. You're, 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 I got the second one for sure. Push I got it in the bag. Okay. 
what I want to know is, what I want to know is where you want to be. Like, what is success to you personally? Like, I get what you're saying. I don't disagree with you, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, but I want to know, like, what what is your end game in life? Like, what is, like, what when you win, like, when would you be able to say, I've succeeded? When I can drive my life like I drive a car. Like, if I push my foot down on the gas, I go faster. Okay. If I lift it off, it stops going you as be fast. In, so once you're in control. 100% in control. Financially, emotionally, everything, like across the board, Maybe right? Maybe that's what you were saying with the clay. You were just saying, like, once you can control the clay, once you yeah, can you shape it. Yeah, you need to shape it. You need to shape it. You need to go when you want to go. Stop when you want to stop. I lost go you on the clay analogy. I can. I, I lost it. I I'm still can't get the clay analogy. Let's go back to cars. Let's okay. go back to cars. It's you're driving. Course. You're going fast. You're in control. You're, you're in the control. driver's seat. 100%. That's what success looks like to you. Yeah. Like you. You are. You are the master of your destiny. That's a quote that I didn't want to say, yeah. but you know, I felt like no, it fit. I, I am the captain of my ship. Yeah, the captain of my my ship. I don't like that quote, man. I don't like it. I like it. It sounds, it's too, it's too, it's cliche. Everybody says it. Here's the thing that I want to know from you right now. I'm ready. Give it to me. That's deep. It's, it's, it's coming. Okay. You're building it up. Yeah. Okay. Think about it for a moment. Okay. So everybody, I want everybody in the audience. Everybody think about it. Take a moment. Just take a moment. All right. Okay, control. We're going back to control. All right, let's go back to control. Talk to me about control. If you're not in control, you're out of control. If you're not in control, somebody else is in control. Do you want to lead or do you want to be led? We're talking about like kind of like kind of like being a uh <laughs> kind of like being a being a, it's like being a slave, right? In a way, to a degree, right? I don't, you know, to be clear here, uh-huh. it's kind of like being a slave, right? Like when you're not in control of your time. Yeah, when you're not in control of your time, your resources or anything else, right? Somebody else is. Somebody's <laughs> somebody's always in control. If okay. it's not you, it's somebody else. All right, all right, all right. Um, so, okay, so success to you looks like freedom. All right. Uh, the reason I asked you about Endgame um, is because... To me, I feel like to be successful in life, mm. you have to have an uh, what I call an active end game. Okay. Like so, a goal. so yeah, like so for me, so control is actually a good one, I think. But I, I always think more concretely than that, than that. Mm. But like to me, an active end game is something that you want, but where the object, where the thing is a verb, right? Like it's it's not like you know. And particularly a high energy verb. So it's like, I, I, if you want to say, I want to retire in 50 years and I want to have a house and I want to like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just watch TV all day or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if that's your goal, mm-hmm. that's not going to work. You're not going to get it. Because the idea is if that's your goal, if that is your goal, if that is your goal, if mm-hmm. that's your goal. Yeah. If that's <laughs> If that's your goal, here's the thing, dude. What you do every day is going to align with that. Like you're going to be spending a lot of time. Not doing much. Not doing much because that's what you want to do. Right. And so you're going to be, you're going to be cheating on it. Right. Like, you know what I'm talking about? So people say, oh, it's motivating to me. No, it's not. Right. Like if that's what you want, that's what you're going to become. You need to have worthy goals. Like your goal needs to be something that's just like barely by the skin of your balls attainable. Yeah. That's a goal. Exactly. You and the thing I mean? is, but but not only that, it needs to be, in other words, your goal needs to be more work in a sense. Now, it can be your work and this is where it gets into control. This is where it gets into whatever, master of your own ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. It comes into control, right? The difference between achieving your goal and where you are now is not less work. And I want to be very clear about that. If your goal is less work than what you're doing right now, you're never going to get there. Well, you're going, you're never going to get anywhere greater. Right, right. How, how, yeah. how can you get, you know, bigger, better, faster with less work? Right, exactly. It's no. Just... So your goal is is going to have more work, but there's a difference. 
there's a difference in work that you're doing for someone else mm-hmm. versus work that you're doing that you want to do. Amen. So you, yeah. 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 For sure. So that's what I think I agree with you there. That like that's I think that's the delta. That's what we mean when we say control. It's yeah. not it's not that you're doing less work. It's that you're in control of what that work is and why you're doing it. The input causes, you know, you 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 give exponential more input, there's exponential more output. Your foot is the one right on top of the gas pedal or the brake pedal. Right. Right? Like right. versus like indirect control. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're not push flooring it, pushing the gas, yeah. but you're, there's a you're, nuance there. You're you know, there's only so much you can do within the realms of working for somebody else. Yeah. You can affect this much change. Right. You know. Yeah. Now, I mean, there may be something to say of like, if you are aligned pretty closely with that other person you're working for, then, you know, you may get some reward out of that and you may be able to do that for an extended period of time. But if what you're doing for someone else is not really aligned with what you want your contribution to be, your mark to be mm-hmm. on the world, right, then that's where it feels like slavery, right? That's where it feels when you're working 50, 60 hours a week, right? And, and it's all going to someone whose goal is not the same as yours or their goal is to mm. retire and sleep and go to bed. Like if that's their goal and you're working to fund that goal, wow. That's sad, yeah. Wow, yeah. does that suck something out of you? You mm. know what I mean? Like that kills you inside. You know what I mean? So you gotta, in the meantime, maybe that's something. You know, while, oh, for sure, while, yeah. while we're, it's finding some, somewhere to work or someone to work for yeah. where... Their vision somewhat aligns with the mark yeah. you want to make. You know I still mean? need a traditional job. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like training wheels. Right. It's just unfortunate that most of us don't figure that out soon enough, early early on enough. You know what I mean? The job... Oh, sorry, did you... No, it's it? fine. They can hold it. I'm going to pause it. We'll cut here for just a minute. Your mom has the same problem. Okay. Better? Anyway, so the irony there, dude, the irony about all of this is, is like if, if if you want to go and be in a place like a life of luxury where you don't have to do anything, right, then you have to basically change yourself into the type of the person that wouldn't enjoy that necessarily. You know what I mean? It's like that's the irony, right? Yeah, you don't get that unless you you deserve it, unless you've earned it. And, right. You know. And if you're the type of person that can, that can afford that, that can drive the amount of change in this world that's necessary to be able to have that, then... You're probably not going to be content with that yeah. anymore. You it's I mean? no longer appealing. Right. Yeah. Breaks are nice, but working's better. Right. Yeah. We have a list and I'm going to, boom. I'm going to, I'm going to take my time. Do it. Pulling this list up. Yeah. 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 There's so, need for structure um, for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we have a list. Okay. It's your list. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot yeah, everything on that yeah. list. So you're gonna have to start me up. This is your own list. You made this list. Well, you. I mean, to be honest, like this a lot of these list. ideas are ideas this that we've developed list. together. So I kind of want your this input is on your it too. Your list. I want us both to flush this them out. Your list. Go ahead. What's the first one? Your list. What does it say? <laughs> it's your list. Okay. Number one, actually, this one I have no idea what the what the fuck this one means. Okay, uh, <clears throat> by the way, do we want swearing in this episode or not? I've been I trying care. to like Either ease way. up. It's out there. That's number one. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What was that? How is well, that? Read a the whole sentence though. Well, it just says number one. Uh huh. It's out there. Okay, read the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean okay. success. The the opportunity is out there. The raw material is out there. Okay. Right. The, the, right. It's, the, there's plenty. Like it's not like don't feel uh, like you. you unlimited. Know, like there's, yeah. There's un, there's a limited um, unlimited amount of opportunity. Yeah. The first the first the three kind of go together. Right. Okay. All right. So the first thing is, it's out there. Opportunities out there. It's there. It's there right now. Yeah. But are you strong enough to be able to grab it and hold on to it? Do or you have the wise enough to see it. Wise you know? enough to see it. Because if you just look at that and say it's dirt, then that's all it yeah, is to you. Yeah, then it's just dirt. But someone else is like, no, that's clay. That's clay. Sculpt that and sell it for a bajillion yeah. dollars. You know what I mean? Bajillion. Someone else is like, no, it's it's dirt. Okay. All right. Number two says, uh, nobody. Ah, mm-hmm. nobody. Not anybody. Nobody. Nobody. Is that all it says? We'll give it to you. 
Nobody will give it yeah, to you. Yeah, nobody will give it to you. Nobody, what does that mean? Wait. You know what it means. What does it mean? Did somebody come over and give you like a blueprint, and give you some equipment, some His podcasting thing, equipment? I don't think it's Some just ideas. That. It's not just that nobody will give it to you. I know you know, you know what I'm saying yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can give it to you. Yeah. You come yeah. over and you give me a blueprint. I can't do anything with that. You have to want it bad enough to go looking for it and then to build it on your own. Right? Yeah. You but have to earn it you know or it that, doesn't stick. There's some sort of expectation. Maybe it was different for a lot of other people. But for me, some unspoken expectation that you're going to be shown a template. Eventually, you're going to find somebody that's wiser and you're going to get to pick their brain and they're going to help you figure it out. That happens in like bits and pieces. But nobody's gonna like come paint you the 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 right. here's it all put so together. So you can picture. you can take you can take bits and pieces from so you can so shoulders of, we did an episode called shoulders of giants. Yeah, right? for sure. So you can so what you're saying is to a degree you can do that once in a while. That works like like if you're close enough to that shoulder to step up on it, you can do that. You know what I'm talking right. about? But right. that if you're on the ground and the shoulder's way up there. You know what I mean? Like you have to have, you you have to be close enough to be able to accept that knowledge. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, for sure. You have to be on the verge of that knowledge before before you can actually leverage someone with more knowledge being able to teach you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you have to be hungry for it. That's an important thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got to be really freaking. You got to be hungry. You got to want it. You got to want it bad. And yep. sometimes that means like I wonder about that. You know, like if you get it. Okay. How do you instill that desire into like? People that you know, your friends, your family, your loved ones. How do you instill that hunger if they don't have it? You wait till they get it. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think I you think can give it. That's part of the question. Like for like like for knowledge, like to really suck it in at the rate that you need to suck it in. You have to you have to be soup like hungry. Yeah, you have to want it. <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. Okay. You gotta want it. You how, gotta be looking how, for wait, it. I want. How it's do not you, wrapped up. It's not in a box. Right. It's not put together. Right. It's everywhere. You got to take a little bit right. from here, a little bit from there, put right. it together yourself. Right. This guy might help you with one idea. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. For sure. Yes. Everybody, Very nice. Everybody just take a moment and digest. Okay. Hunger. Yeah. Avoid emptiness. Sometimes, sometimes to install knowledge, you first have to create a void. So yeah, let everybody, let's just, let's just create a void right now together. Everybody just be quiet. We're going to create a void. It creates creativeness. You know what I mean? Like the lack of something, right? When you need something and you don't have an immediate way to address whatever issue, all of a sudden you're a problem solver. Yep. Now you can come up with solutions. And like once you have, once you have uh, constraints, once you have limits, then suddenly you have something to work around. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for Once sure. Once you have obstacles and barriers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. On the other side of that, though, you can't create in a vacuum. So so a vacuum gives you the hunger, but you do need, your mind actually needs a massive problem space. Mm. And I did want to cover that in this episode. So okay. I'm going to skip to that for just a moment, dude. This idea, so I read this book called Deviate, great book. Uh, what is it? B-A-B, I can't. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. It's like B-E-A-U, Lotto, B-O, B-O, Lotto. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Bill Lotto. Yeah. But um, it's called Deviate. Highly recommend it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. But he talks about, it's about creativity, which is important to me. I want to be creative. Okay. And I always, you know, you, you get this perception that people are just creative or they're not. It has nothing to do with it, right? It has nothing to do with it at all. Everything in the world, everything comes from something else. Everything. So if you want to create something, then you need a lot of fucking something else in your mind. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Then you can patch together something remotely new. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, you, you can create something new, but it's always going to be a, a slight variant or a divergent or a build upon something that already exists. You know, yeah. you, you have... And so if you don't have exposure to experiences, then mm. you can't create, right? So... This ties into another thought, which is that you can't accomplish anything without doing everything. And this is what I think you have in droves. This magic that you have that I want is what you're doing right now. You you're in like six it. different things. 
right? You're in like, so you're doing like car rentals with Turo. You're doing like trading on eBay. You're doing like stock trading. You're doing like um, uh, driving with Uber. Um, you're, you know what I mean? Like all these different things, um, car trading, and all of it is like converging. You know what I mean? Like all everything that you do feeds something else and makes you better at that other thing. Yeah. You know, and that's your that's your problem space. That's you your get surface the big area. Picture, yeah. You I think mean? you can see that, but I think you know you just named up a bunch of stuff to where the, the I think the average listener will just it'll just sound like you rattled off a bunch of random things that I'm doing right. Yeah, but they're all. I mean, there's a theme in there about trading. But but realistically though they're all they're all very different fields but it's weird how they can all feed into each other yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. and oh and just at your day job you know doing doing uh, what is that account support executive support yeah software is there a better support. title software support enterprise software enterprise support. software support right so having to solve hard problems there but also having to be able to negotiate sort of with people and and uh, and temper their expectations and things like that all those subtle skills that you're learning there. Um, all of that coming together and culminating in this powerhouse that I think is like <laughs> crowning, right? Like that's, 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 that's there. Like all these things that are now emerging, right? And it's all stuff that you own. All this other stuff is stuff that you own. When you work for someone else, let's be clear about this. Uh, you, are, you are exchanging ownership of what you create for security. Mm. You get a paycheck every week, but you don't own it. When you walk away from that job, you have nothing. Yeah. Right. And it's a, that is that is a slave contract where you work and you don't get anything out of it other than security. Right. A temporary mm-hmm. security. Right. And so everything that you're doing, all these other things are the things that are actually going to potentially set you set you free, set you up for what you want, set you up to be able to drive. Yeah, right. Exactly. And right now they're just they're burgeoning. Right. They're burgeoning. They're new. They're fresh. Right. You've only got a couple of a couple of threads going on each of those. Right. But they're starting to expand and starting to scale. And they are currently you are having cash flows as a result of these things. Tiny bit. Tiny bit right now. But I think that is I, that's why it's so critical to get you in right now and get you in on this discussion because you are mm. right there. You're the right there on the cusp. We can document this. Yeah. I wanted to capture guess, this yeah. moment. I hope you're right. You know, time yeah, yeah, will yeah. tell. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about you. Honestly, you have a million things going on. I got a couple things. I got a podcast. I'm doing the stock trading as well. Training, training up on a guitar. There you go. You're doing your day um, job. Got the day job. I, I brought it up on the show a lot of times. Want to do a coffee shop, studying that. There you go. Studying, quote unquote, just practicing, Multitude making of drinks. things, right? And it doesn't yeah. have to be like your main thing. Right. It, they, like you said, they feed on each other and but, it's, it's good. Well, all of it. So doing the podcast, for example, I go to the office and I need to do a presentation, uh-huh. right? I'm stronger because for of sure. the you know vocal exercise I get from doing the podcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So everything, everything feeds back and forth. You know, it's really interesting. It's like a, like a vegetable garden, right? Like you have certain varieties that just flourish next to other varieties. You know what I mean? Like, I know you want to plant tomatoes with... Something named the plant. I don't know. People know out there. Yeah, olives. There's different things that grow better together. I have no idea if tomatoes you know I mean? and olives go together. They just but... work like one of them does the pesticide control. The other one does something else. It's the right. same with ideas, you know. So you might be working in slightly different fields, but ideas and they seem, can they may seem completely alien, right? But there's some abstract thing. You can abstract, yeah. yeah. But, oh, that's. I want to talk about abstraction. I didn't even have that one written down, but I wanted to talk about this. We've talked about this in the past. Yeah. This is necessary to accelerate your learning experience. It's necessary in software. Software, yeah, it's necessary in life. Yeah, there's this idea of abstraction. Anything that you learn, if you learn it concretely and exclusively in concrete form. So if you only learn, for example, uh, you run into a situation, maybe a, a difficult situation. Um, let's say it's driving. You're, you're on the road and you encounter, you know, an aggressive driver or something. Something happens. He cuts you off. And you may learn in that situation, that specific situation, right? You know, like you could learn it like, okay, if a, if a blue truck swerves in front of me, right? Like I, I'm going to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's very specific, right? So like that specific situation. But if you can figure out, if you could take and abstract that and be like, you know what I mean? If I see anyone, right, driving excessively, ex- you know, aggressively or coming up on my right hand side, you know what I mean? Whatever. I don't know. 
Uh, that's a bad example. Yeah, 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 that's a good example. You extrapolate but the meaning, right? So you want to extrapolate it. as much as you, you want to go yeah. as abstract as you can to to fold that knowledge onto as many more circumstances as you can, and you learn exponentially, right? And that's the idea. Like you, uh, sorry, I just said exponentially without actually meaning exponentially, but you 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 learn much faster. Yeah, right. It's it's dramatic how much faster you'll learn if you can abstract your knowledge and reapply it. You can generalize it. And that's what separates us from the machines uh, until tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, so the ability to abstract is is huge. So whenever you learn something, whenever you make a mistake, Yoda says, what does Yoda say? He says, he says uh, the greatest teacher failure is, right? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a Star Wars fan. Right, I like that line. A lot of people hated that show. A lot of Star Wars fans hated that show. I love that line though. Like that means a lot to me. Right, that uh, and it's you know someone whatever it means a lot to me. I think it's completely one hundred percent sincere. Which is that when you fail, that is an opportunity to learn. Right, that is an opportunity to learn. And importantly, when you learn, you want to abstract it to apply it as broadly as you can. You want to take juice as much out of that failure as you can. Right. Right. And be relentless. Keep moving forward. That's another thing. But we'll get to that later. Um, Okay. So I'm going to get back to your list, man. Back to your list. Can we do a thing? Yeah. Before you go for it. Yeah. Can you make me another coffee? I feel like I'm. We're burning. Should we take a break? I I need. I need more energy. Okay. Okay. See this. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like not. It takes a lot. I was. I was so with it when you called me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a lot earlier in the day. Yeah. 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 But now it's like I ate. Dude, we talk, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Time versus energy versus money. We've talked about this Let's before. Let's do it, yeah. Right? If you have time, you don't have energy, mm-hmm. that's a waste, right? It's useless. Your time is devalued. It has no value unless you also have energy. Agreed. That's, right? Towards the end of the day, you, you really feel yeah. that, right? So like if you give the best energy of your day, so this applies to your day job. Yeah. When you wake up, I want you to focus on whatever your dream is first. You go to the gym First, if that's your goal, right? I like it. Yeah. You go if you want to. If you want to sell a car, you want to do a. You want to do a deal. You want to do a trade. You do that first. I like it before everything else has a chance to suck the life out of yeah. you. As yeah, as life does. I mean, it's a byproduct of being alive. You're giving right. off energy to other people, other things, situations, circumstances. So do yep. the important shit up front. Don't yeah. don't give your employer the best hours of your day. You Try I mean? not to. Because one hour in the morning is worth probably six at night. Maybe more than that, because if it, you get to a point at night where you just you you it's like you're, zero, it you're, drops you're, to zero. You're sleepwalking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna give you the best juice of our of our t- whatever. The point that I'm trying to make is we're gonna take a breaky break. It won't sound like it to you guys. No, this might even be cut out. Yeah, we so might even cut even this know. out. The point is that we're gonna go juice it. I need more juice. Man. We're going to get some coffee. I need some I'm juice. I'm going to make my friend I don't know. It feels like a a, macchiato. the sun is like shining in my eyes. Oh, shit. And it's making me tired, but it's not. It's just it's just that white house. Well, I, you know, here's the thing is I put it on for the lighting for the camera, and the camera what? has now died. What did you put on? And I don't the, have a way to charge the camera. Is that what you're talking about? Well, the, I opened up the windows. Oh, okay, okay. But I can actually close the windows. Let's see if, if it's, it's a little bit yeah, stressful. I don't know why that would make me tired. Do you think sun would make you not tired? I would think so. But, but it, it can cause strain with it. There's a lot of light in here. Which is good for the but it's, camera, but the camera's off, so yeah. Yeah, the camera's off. Okay. All right, guys. Sorry, man. I want to I wanna, I wanna give you better me. I'm just like agreeing Sorry, with you and not really... I want to give you better me. So no, I no, need no, no. This coffee. is good, man. You this know what good. I mean? Let's get another coffee. Let's, uh, okay, taking a break. Take a break. Taking a Peace break. break. Bapiti, boopiti. Wow, holy crap. That is huge, but it's going to flatten it all out, digitize it. Yeah. Digimon. Is it recording right now? Uh, yeah, it's recording. We are, nice. we, are, we are live. You can see the red, the red has begun to appear. Wait, your mic's on, right? I think so. See. I see volume, oh, volume yeah, yeah. on it. Look. Yeah, that's us. That's me. And that's me on top. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Okay. All right. All right, all right, right. dude. We're, we're, okay, we're back. Sorry. I just wanted to cut you off. Do it. We're back. Where the hell were we? 
I back. Did. I don't know. We were in the middle of, uh, we were talking about time, the best time of your day. I think that's where we left off. <laughs> yeah, that is where best, we left off. Best. Yeah, we're back, guys. It was, it was super quick, right? You guys don't even know, do you? <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're back. Um, so, uh, uh, okay. I want to go back over your list. That's what I want. I want to go back to your list, your list of successful things that will make you successful, things, things that you've noticed that are, that are driving you towards this moment. This moment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have to burp. Okay. A soft burp. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. A little feminine. feminine it's like a, burp. like a feminine burp. Um, not to be sexist. You weren't. But but now you are. Now now I'm being sexist. As soon as you say it. <laughs> but um, it was like like the kind of burp that you know like like a like a like a little fairy would make. Like a, like a tiny fart. Like a, it was like a little like a fart like a little like a mouth yeah. fart. Yeah, it was like a mouth fart. Yeah, I just saw like a tender like it was a tender burp. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Have a trusted advisor. Yes. That's your. That's your. Wait. 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 Number three. Did we cover that? Your. No. Your have to. Your have to get it. That that meant to say. You're gonna have to go get it. You're gonna have to go get it. Yeah. Okay. I was driving at the time. Okay. But you're you're gonna it's have good to, to text when you. I wasn't. I okay. I was driving and then I pulled over, texted each point, and started driving again. Okay. And then pulled over and texted and I, with my seatbelt on and everything. And so you're gonna have to go get it. It's out there. Nobody's gonna get the the first three go together. It's out there. Nobody's Shh. gonna give it to you, and you're gonna have to go get it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, no one's gonna. That's right. You can't be spoon fed, and and that's what I taught. I came in and I was like, you cannot be spoon fed. Like even if they wanted to, they couldn't. They couldn't spoon feed it to you. You yeah. have to. You have to go get it. Okay. So there's that. Um, the next one is have a trusted advisor. What does that mean? Hands down. That means you. I have you. Me. You're my trusted. That's me. I'm the advisor. You are my trusted advisor. I'm a trusted advisor for I'm sure. Your, so like, the the qualifications that you're looking for, people, somebody that can tell you that you're wrong when you're fucking wrong. Because a lot of people don't, you know. Yeah, what I mean? you don't want yes men. You do not want yes men. You want to surround yourself with people that will challenge. At you. least have one person. Yeah, that you can go to and you can say, "Hey, am I crazy here? Does this make sense? Am I being the asshole in this situation?" And you want that guy to say yes every once in a while. You know, like yeah, you're you're kind of being the asshole in this situation, right? But on the other hand, the the, the the yeah, but you want the right yeah yeah. But sometimes you, you want the sometimes truth. you need to be like, no, you know, you're like. You need to be the asshole in this situation. Sometimes you need to be the asshole. Oh, in for this sure, situation. yeah. But a trusted advisor is like a mirror, you know. Yeah, it's like truth, right? You're you're my trusted advisor, Rusty. Thank you. You're welcome, man. No, hundred percent. No, I mean thank you. I really, you're welcome. I feel like all this time you knew, you knew. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. What's the next one? The next one was um, learn from people to look up to you. So did we talk about this already? Shoulders of Giants? Did I mention that? We mentioned Maybe. Shoulders of Giants. Yeah, it sounds like you would have. But, but the thing is that, uh, again, I, I feel like there's a limit to that, right? Like you have to be in a place where you can actually step up on that shoulder. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a little bit more color to that. It's much more fun to learn from somebody that you look up to, right? So find somebody you like. Oh, not just find someone somebody who's you successful. Agree, not just somebody who's successful at something you want to do. It, they, you could find somebody who's successful at something that's not even close to what you want to do. Right. But if it's somebody that you can appreciate, that has character traits that you wish you embodied. Right. And they're doing a different craft. You know, their thing is something completely different. Yeah, they make... You uh, can still learn from their process. You yeah. know what I mean? And you'll learn a lot easier if it's somebody... Whose personality well, that, you that, like? That's the abstraction thing, right? Like, yeah. if you, you can take anything that they've learned, and you can probably abstract it and fold it on top of whatever you're trying to do. Right? You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, to give you an example, I'm not into sales, right? But I love listening to Grant Cardone stuff, right? I just right. like his personality. He's yeah. really in your face. He says it like it is. Sure. I sometimes sorry. He calls it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I'll listen to like sales trainings. Like I'm not. Technically I just said, in sure, sales, by the way, I, 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 
What? It was like a, it was like the dick sure. You know? Was it? it was no, like I didn't the, take it like that. Yeah. Like sure. No, it was. Yeah, it was a fake sure. You want to take it back? I want to take it back. Take it back. I'm taking back that sure. All Talk right. to me about Grant Cardone. That's his name. Yeah. That's what his does name. he? What does he do? Sales. He's a. Is he the guy that you were talking guy. about? That was like over deliver and under commit. <laughs> no, no. He over says commit over and commit and under deliver and over deliver. Okay. Like you. 10x everything, right? right? He's the 10x dude. He's the 10xer. People yeah, hate so. the 10xers. I love 10xers. Yeah, they get shit done. Yep. Yeah. People, you want exponential? People are, are ranting about the 10xers. Go for it. I do peeps. think there's something about that though, right? People are talking about the new thing is 10xer teams instead of 10xer solos. You're like empowering you your about. team. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah, be productive. 10x your output. See if you can yeah. do it. If you can't, you'll still do better than You're, not trying to. Is that wrong? Why is that wrong? What's wrong about it? If you're 10x your team, are you better or are you weaker? You're amazingly better. You're 10 times better if you 10x yeah, but your team. Wouldn't it be better? In other words, if you're 10x that your team, does that actually mean you're better or does that mean you're suppressing your team? You're well, talking about? No, it means you used to suck and now you're a lot better. Yeah, but but in other words, it should be very hard for you to be 10x your team if you are doing your team justice. Because every time you level up, you should be leveling up your team, right? Oh, I didn't even hear it like that. I yeah. thought you meant bring everybody up to 10x speed and keep. I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. were saying, yeah, I'll do your team by 10x. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But okay, yeah, I thought you meant like build a team of 10x people. That's what I want to do. Oh, everybody on the team is 10x. We should do that. We are doing that. We are doing that. We are that. We are, we are that. Yeah. We're, we're two times. Oh, ten. Yeah, man. Bring everybody up with you. That, that way you, you have further to go, you know? Yeah, I think that's really the key, right? Is like, is, is you shouldn't be able to be a 10Xer. Because if you're, if, because if you're, if you are, it's kind of the same irony, right? If you're, if you really are, then you're not just doing it for you. You're bringing your team with you and you're not going to be a 10X them. You know well, I mean? you are because I mean, there's people that just don't have the drive and the commitment and they honestly don't care. There are some people that don't care. They don't want to outdo themselves. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to put in too much work. I don't want to focus on that too much. That's not because I agree with you and there's not much else to say about that. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sad though. I want to talk about sad right now. Let's talk about happy Let's shit. Let's talk about happy. What's next? What's the Never next one? Okay, never believe. Yeah. Never believe naysayers. For sure. What right? does that mean to you? It means how many times have you done something due to kind of shit that people tell you can't be done? Due to kind of shit where people tell you it's not profitable, it doesn't make sense, it's oh not going to work. I love what you just said. I'm right going to tell you why. Because it goes with you like with Turo. It goes with everything, dude. It goes with the stock market. It goes with Turo. It goes with Uber. My friend, it goes with everything. My friend was like, I, I want to do Turo, but I, I, I'm sitting here going over the math and I don't think I'm going to be profitable. You know what I mean? He's like, you're not going to make a... Dude, that doesn't matter. First of all, first of all, it doesn't matter even if you're not going to be profitable. That right. doesn't matter. Go out and do that. Go get your hands the dirty. Lessons. The like lessons. The lessons are paying for tuition. It. Yeah, exactly. You know? So go do it. Don't even think about the profit. Just go do it. You know what I mean? Do it. But the other thing is... Um, if you, you know what I mean. If you spend all that time thinking about whether or not it's going to work, whether or not it's going to be profitable, uh, that's going to that's going to that's going to weaken you. It'll take your energy out. You know, if people people tell you it's impossible, right? Like, I guarantee you, there's a way to make it work. Yeah, you want to be in that space. You want to be in the space where everybody's afraid to go because it's impossible to make it work. Right. You know what I mean? Like mining crypto, it's a, it's not profitable. It consumes so much energy. Well, it, it there is a way to make money doing all of the things that people say are not profitable, not worth your time, etc. So find something and just go for it and you'll learn a lot along the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything that's risky. Well, and and it can be an existing business too. Like people are like, "Oh, you know, not, you know, let's try to start a restaurant." People be like, "Oh, like 80% of restaurants fail." Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know who says that? This is what pisses me off. You know who says that? That person that says 80% of restaurants fail has never owned a restaurant. Right. They, they're they not willing to do it themselves. And the reality, if you break that down, what they're saying is, I'm afraid that if I had a restaurant, it would fail. Right. So they want to make sure you know that. Because if you know that and you don't do your restaurant, they're like, you know what? I'm comfortable again. 
because my friend didn't do his restaurant and that means I probably couldn't do a restaurant either, right? Right. But if you start opening up restaurants, then I'm going to be like, well, Rusty's doing it. Shit. Right. How big is the delta between me and him? Maybe, just maybe I could do it too. Why am I not doing it? Anyone can do it and anyone can be successful. It comes... So... uh, I, the people who really want the restaurant to succeed, the people who are doing it for the right reasons, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to succeed. Maybe not their first one, probably their first one, but maybe not their first one, but they're going to succeed. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, And it doesn't even matter as yeah. much. You're like a dog looking after a bone. If it's the thing you love, yeah. like you'll open up another one until yeah. you succeed. Yeah, just keep, just keep fucking pushing that button and eventually the light's going to come on. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you, but that's, so that's one thing. There's nothing is sort of that 80-20 rule or like, I heard this on on CNBC, someone was talking about, they said like 10% of people in any field, we were just talking about this outside, Mm -hmm. like 10% of of people in any field are the only ones that actually know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like in any field, doctors, lawyers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Politicians, right? Um, You know, uh, whatever, military personnel, you know what I mean? Uh, Airplane pilots, you know, whatever it is, no matter how critical it is, mm-hmm. there's probably only 20, 10 to 20% of the people in that group are actually like really good at what like they're at doing. Like at the highest level. Like at the highest level. You yeah, know what I mean? that makes sense. And so the th- same thing really goes with with re- with what re- ah, with restaurants, right? Mm. Is you only have like 10 to 20% of restaurant owners, right? You may say, well, 80% fail. Yeah, but you only have like 10 to 20% that actually care about what they're doing. Right. That's because 20% try really hard. Right, exactly. Like really, really hard. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I would say it's a flawed statistic. Like, thank you for saying it. Just the way that you said it is, yeah, yeah, exactly. 20% succeed because 20% try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really try. You know what I mean? And then try again and then try again. You know what I mean? And figure out what went wrong and try again. You know what I mean? 100% of those people succeed. You know what I mean? So, agreed. Yeah. Anyway, all right, cool. Um, so never believe naysayers. That's the, nah, wow, naysayers. Yeah. And don't be a naysayer. And don't be a naysayer. Don't either. don't find all the wrong reasons and all the right reasons why something won't work for somebody else. Let them go out and try it. Because along the way, you discover ways to make everything work. Anything can work, dude. And even last minute, dude. I can't even. I can't come up with examples right now. But there have been so many situations where I felt like. Well, this isn't going to work, but I'll try it anyway. And then along the way, something comes up that makes it work. Yeah. Last minute. And it's like, oh, it it worked. It actually worked. All I had to do was try. Show up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you do the math and, you know, without the knowledge, you do the math without the knowledge, without the experience, you go, ah, oh, it, does, it doesn't work on paper. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, you got to go in there and just, just do it. Do the work. Um. Okay, so like, like like with this podcast, right? Did you do market research before you started recording? Fuck no, fuck no, man. Right. We, we sat down, you and me sat down and started this podcast yeah. day one, right? We grabbed a, a cheap ass camera uh-huh. and we set it up in my mom's house. Yep. We had to open up the we doors. We had no light. Yeah. We had no light. We had to open up the doors, try and let light in because there's no there's no light in that part in that condo. And uh, so, would you say that just the process of doing and doing and iterating? I mean, now you have like a studio, you have mics, you have professional recording uh, software, you kind of know what you're doing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, imagine how much time you could have wasted learning about it. Right. Right, studying, trying to like, Pointless. yeah. just start. Just start. You're going to be shitty at yeah. first. Everybody's shitty at first at everything they do. The more you do it, the better you become. Dude, it's interesting to look at some of my favorite like uh, YouTube, like YouTubers. Uh-huh. You go back and you look at their original videos, uh-huh. like like three or four years ago, dude. It's hilarious. Not even like, like 10 years ago, some of them, 15 years ago. You go back and you look at their videos and it's just Crap. <laughs> it's trash, dude. It's trash. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you look at they're so polished, they're pristine. The lighting is is now. crystal sharp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their presentation is perfect. Their speech is perfect, right? But yeah. you go back like five, ten years, and it looks like a, you know, it looks like some like teenager, you know, like just home video, you know, yep. on his you know on his home webcam or whatever. And uh, now it's like. Yeah. Iterate. Iterate. And this is another thought I had before I came on the show. Try things that you think won't work. Try it. Try. Go out of your way to try things that you, this is, there's no way, this is not going to work. You get a, if it came in your head, it's because you, you got to test it. Yeah. If you got the idea and then you're like, well, I just proved that in my mind that it wouldn't make sense. 
you haven't do it try it implement it see what happens you'll draw conclusions that will help you move forward to the next phase or the next step even if it does fail you'll figure out why you know what i mean you can take a look at that and be like okay this is why it didn't work well if i solve that why would it work maybe i don't know you know what i mean or you know maybe maybe you explore it to exhaustion your idea doesn't work right but you learn why and then you can again abstract the rule of abstraction right you take those whys and then you can apply them uh you can solve them and find other places where those whys can be addressed right and find something else related so even in failure you can find success you know 100% yeah um so do it like I don't care if 80% failed. Go do it. I don't care if 100% failed. Go do it. Go do it. Do your thing, man. Go do Find it. Find a thing and do it and then do more things. Iteration is huge. That's huge for me too. Uh, okay. Everybody is just as scared as you are. Yeah. Overcome that fear. Yeah. You'll be ahead of the game. We're ahead of the pack, right? Nobody's going to admit it. Yeah. Everybody's just as scared as you are right you know what I mean we're all like little birdies sitting on like electrical lines and there's somebody like dropping bread all the little birdies are thinking the same thing I want to get that but what if the big human eats me you know what here's I, I mean, you, you know, know what I mean I'm going to contradict you here dude go ahead in front of the whole audience in front of the whole world and everybody that's listening right I'm going to contradict you right you? now I'm going to contradict Fucking dare you. Fucking My trusted advisor. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What's the what's the issue? You know what fear is? What is it? Fear is a lack of knowledge. Okay. In all things. In the darkness, you don't know what's there. That's why you're afraid. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, when you go into a job interview, you don't know what questions you're going to be asked or if you're going to know the answers. That's why you're afraid. It's it, Fear is always a lack of knowledge. As soon as you understand your enemy mm. or you understand your your, your area... You're no longer afraid. So I would argue that not everybody's afraid, but everybody like you, anyone who's not already successful, I would agree, they're afraid. The ones who are successful, you go to a negotiation Mm -hmm. with somebody who understands human uh, psychology, the psychology of sales, into it, like intimately, Mm -hmm. intuitively, they know how to manipulate you like, like, like like a sculptor knows how to manipulate clay. They know how to mold mm-hmm. you, right? He's not afraid at all. He goes to that negotiation table hungry and confident. A good fighter who knows how to fight, right? He goes in. If he knows you, he knows your moves, and he knows how to beat you, like thoroughly, yeah. like intimately knows how to beat you. He's not afraid of you. I, I agree, but right, if we're yeah. talking about like a level playing ground, a level playing ground, right? Like we both have the same amount of skill, right? There's going to be a, a, a certain level of fear to take to taking risks and i think that's natural anytime you want to you know you you have an opportunity for success or to gain something um if you take risks i'm sorry man i totally totally fucked your thought process can you can you because if you insert it it won't droop you know i'm talking about that's my only fear you know what i mean okay is that good? You you won't be tempted to slowly do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And okay, if sorry I'm not about paying that. Attention, if it's down here, I won't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, man. If the if the play, yeah, sure. Somebody way more experienced isn't afraid of a novice, right? Negotiating or whatever. Right, right, right. But if you're if the if the playing field is level, everybody's afraid to take risk. Is what I'm saying, right? If if you and me are on a level playing field, we have just as much intel, just as much experience. We're both going to have some sort of reservation about taking the risk, even if it's a calculated risk. You mean against each other? If we're competing for the same resource, right? It depends on whether on whether or not I know you. Or even, here's the thing is, it doesn't really matter if I'm right, right? If I believe that I understand you, and I believe it, and mm-hmm. I believe, like truly believe it, like, I'm not trying to pretend like I believe it, but I actually think... Right. Okay. That I understand you and I understand what your limits are, and I believe and I believe deeply believe that I'm capable of countering those. Okay. Then I'm not going to be afraid. Now it may be it may be dumb, it may be dumb bravery where I've missed something, I've underestimated you, right? But that, it still doesn't change the fact that I'm not afraid if I believe that I've got you beat. Yeah. So be that guy. To be that guy, you have to acquire knowledge. So go go out and if, acquire knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. If fear is the lack of knowledge, then the way to uh, to beat fear is to acquire knowledge. And to acquire knowledge, you have to acquire experience. I support this message. <laughs> this has been paid for by the... the uh, this has been sponsored by... 
uh, splayed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, most are too, I love this one, dude. Most are too lazy to steal your secrets. Yeah. For, you know, that's true, right? Yeah. Like go ahead, put the template out there. If there's any business advantage to you. Okay. Like, like so, Elon, Elon Musk, man, he, he puts all of his fucking designs out. All of his uh, his IP, he puts it out there mm-hmm. for people to use because they're not going to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it requires that hunger. Like, again, it's that same thing. It kind of goes back to the you can't be force fed, right? Like I can give you the blueprint. I can give you the template. But if you don't have the hunger and the drive and the experience. You're not going to do it. No, nothing, no, it does nobody's, nobody's going to steal your secrets and make your millions for you. Nobody's going to take your trillion dollar idea and implement it for you right uh, highly unlikely it could happen but you shouldn't let that hinder your ability to pursue it because by if through the act of pursuing whatever your dream or idea is you're exposing it to the world therefore inviting an opportunity for others to leverage it don't fucking worry about it just go so fast that, that they can't catch up to you yeah or we'll feed feed off that even if they get it first right like you can feed off that right like you can piggyback off of that you know like but them, most of the time nobody's gonna do anything about it most of the time agreed agreed most of the time no one's it, you know you're afraid like people with more money will beat you to the to the market look they're not gonna understand what you've got yeah until you show to the world that it's what we need nobody's yeah. you know it's like the iPhone let's say you had a design for the iPhone Right. Um, let's say you had Steve Jobs. You're Steve Jobs. You got a design for the iPhone. Let's say Steve Jobs wasn't famous. He wasn't. He wasn't rich. And he, let's say he had the design. I'm not even sure he designed it. Maybe it was that Ive guy. But the point is, you have a design for the iPhone, right? Yeah. Right. You can go. You can go walk into. In fact, I think there's an example of this, like Microsoft doing this, right? Like with their operating system, like going in and saying, "Hey, we would like to lease you this. We want to retain ownership." Right. The mm-hmm. idea is like. People didn't know what they had. They, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. they went and bought the, the the operating system from some guy for like fifty bucks or something like that. The idea is that people don't know that what you've got is golden. So if you're afraid that like HP or like Microsoft, if someone's going to take your idea and implement it, they don't know. They're not going to take that risk. They have no idea what you've got until you show the world. Yeah. Until you show the world, they don't know that what you've got even works. And by the don't, time don't be afraid to compete on the same field because the big players are going to see you and take your lunch. Right. Because everybody's doing their own thing right. and you should be doing your own thing too. Right. They're doing their own. They got their own business stuff to worry about. They've got too much. You know what I mean? Until you prove the idea works, they're not going to, they're not going to just rush to market ahead of you. You know what I mean? Um, so that and then the other the other aspect of it is like if someone else finds your idea like again I can give you if I've got something that took me 10 years to come up with mm-hmm. right I can give it to you that may fast track you a little bit if you have the hunger and the desire and you're somewhat approximate in your knowledge you may be able to catch up somewhat quick mm-hmm. but you, most likely you're not even if I do dude the market is infinite it's yeah. big enough for both of us for all of us right nobody's gonna take your market away from you you yeah. know what I mean and so, if they do, then you're not you're not thinking creatively. You might even be able to learn a little bit, even if they if they take a stab at it. You can there learn you from how they do Iterate. something different, and that gives yeah. you perspective, right? That feeds you. Yeah. That competition feeds you. You know what I mean? That's important to note too. It increases your problem space to have competition in the area. Yeah. New ideas are good for you. Um, okay, so there's that. The other thing that I wanted to go into here, man, is uh, so okay. Number ten. Uh, be grateful, not greedy. For sure. Let me say that. Be grateful, not greedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and they could be two separate things, I guess, but being grateful is awesome. So speak speak to that, because this one actually doesn't resonate with me. So what what is uh why why be grateful? Because I feel like it just feels good, man. Just be grateful that you get the opportunity to fail, be grateful for problems, be grateful that you're still alive, you just woke up, you get to do it again, you get to try again. You know what I mean? Like if you're not, then it sucks. But to me, like be grateful means be content. No. I don't want you to be content. I want you to be I want you to be uncomfortable. Like I want you to be You can be grateful though for situations instead of getting frustrated and given up be grateful for the opportunity to learn right from whatever happened i do agree with take the opportunity to learn i don't think grateful. i was still grateful doesn't resonate with me like why like like who am i grateful for to you know just for the situation you know what i mean grateful to who to what 
for the situation, like because the situation happened. It manifested. I'm grateful to be here today with you talking, just bullshitting. You know what I mean? I'm grateful for that. Like, be find some fine things to be grateful for every day. It'll make your life better, dude. It will. Because then, then all of a sudden, I have all these reasons to be grateful, to be happy, to be I in a good mood. I still feel like that makes you content. Like, I feel like you should be ungrateful. No. Why? I mean, Because that makes you hungry. You can be grateful and hungry at the same time. I can be grateful for the things that I have and want the things that I don't yet have. You know, that's where I'm at. See, I see that. You should be grateful maybe, maybe, if you're grateful for anything, for the things that you don't have. Because that drives you. Okay. Okay. We'll leave that one at a standstill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number 11. uh, Force your competition to play on your field. Yeah. 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 So I had to think of an analogy to explain this, right? This is like uh, like a fighter cutting weight, cutting massive amounts of weight, right? Okay. And then he just forces competition to play on his field. Because this guy's like walking around at 200, but he cut enough weight to get down to like 150 or whatever, something right, ridiculous. Right, right. He has a huge advantage, right? Competition's on his field now. You know what I mean? So that that's a... That's another way to explain it. But I'll give you a more practical example. Uh, I've had to adjust my pricing structure on Turo, right? Right. I want to make as much money as I can. Right. I can make a little bit more money than I'm making right now. But I want to compete against people that I can easily beat out. If you do an A-B comparison, you know, do I want this vehicle or this vehicle? This one's clearly better. For a better price, yeah, that's the one I want. That's that's where I want to be. You know what I mean? I want I want my competition to be on my field. If that forces me to take a little bit less profit up front, it still makes sense. Versus if I'm lost in the woods somewhere where I don't stand apart from my competition, right? If I'm competing with people and I kind of you kind of look like the your offering is the same as everybody else's, that's not meaningful. But if you can if you can make it so the field you're competing on it's very clear that your offering is like like Tesla, right? And what they're doing with electrical cars. Think about what think about what that market looked like before Tesla entered the game, right? It was right. kind of plain and boring, right? <clears throat> Elon's perspective seems to be he wants to make it just as viable, just as good, just as enticing, right? And now his competition is coming to the field, playing on his field. Right now, we're having the car manufacturers taking it seriously and uh, building meaningful alternatives. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I do. I'm sorry. Tell me Tell me what you're thinking. I, I don't see how it... I don't see how that aligns with, with the quote, which is... Okay. Like, all those... Like, like uh, with, with bringing them on your own field. I just don't... Cause, Realistically, Elon Musk went to them and played on their field and won mm-hmm. fa- fairly enough. I mean, their market cap, I think, now exceeds some of the major, most of the major players as of like this massive, most recent short rally, right? Short mm-hmm. squeeze. But um, the uh, the point that I'm trying to make is uh, really he went and played on their field and won. Okay. As a so. I don't disagree with the idea that maybe you should try and get people onto your field, try and play on your turf, try it. You know what I mean? But uh, I just, I didn't, I, I don't see how the examples you gave represent that. Maybe those are bad examples then, but there was an advantage to getting, you know, your opponents to play your game by your rules. So if that, if, if what's required to get on the same field is to adjust your weight or to adjust your price, right? Then do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden the, the the playing field isn't level anymore for yeah. them. It's in your advantage. Everything's right. skewed in your direction. Do right. that. Because you can do that a lot of times. You just have to find what can I sacrifice? What can I give up for the opportunity to compete against players that I can decimate? That's what you want to do. Uh, time defragmentation. This is one thing. I, one last thing I wanted to ask you about mm. here. We talked about this in the past this idea that like if you've got like four hours in a day but it's like you know it's your 15 minute break 
it's your, you know what I mean? It's like your 50 minutes after you get home. From where, if it's all scattered throughout the day, can you actually make use of it? And what can you do to defragment? If, uh, that's a hard one. I, I don't, I still haven't figured that out. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, ideally yeah. I prefer big chunks of time. Yeah. I feel I like you can do, you can do more with big chunks of time. You yeah. Know what I mean? The only but, kind of answer I can think of is to, to, to have like, have different lists of different tasks, you know, like have a 15 minute task, half an hour task, one hour task. So you know what you can shove where. Right. So if you get a quick 15 minutes, Oh, I can do that one thing yeah. that only takes 15 minutes. That's really the only way to leverage those small chunks of time right. that I can think of. You know what I mean? Other than that, if you can push off all your breaks and all your small fragments and jam them into one bigger one. I, I think it's important to plan your day. Here's the thing is, okay, before anyone vomits on themselves, right? Like, I hate planning. I, I love I, planning. I, fucking hate, I know you do. I'm a fucking planner. But the problem is that there's a lot of my time that goes to waste because I'm just like, okay, I've got an hour here. What do I do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'll waste all of it. And then I'll be like, okay, now i got 15 minutes left. Uh, and then the whole hour's gone and I did nothing. You know what I mean? That's horrible. And I lose an exorbitant amount of time that way. You know what I mean? Like probably more than most people. I'm very like lossy with my time. So I hate planning. And frankly, that's why I know you, I know you're good at it. And I think there's something to be said. That's why I wanted to bring it up. You know, it's a good example, good like sort of contrast. Uh, I lose, I bleed a lot of time that way. Um, And so, and then I have like fewer, you know, if you talk about defragmented time or a time where you have a large block of time, I have less of those because I have to make up for the stuff that I didn't get yeah, done, yeah, yeah. right? By leverage, by by planning. So if you can plan, you know, I don't know how you do it. What do you do? Like a week in advance? Dude, do you- I do as far out as I can go. Okay. I used to do it. It's I use it as my calendar, my daily planner, my everything. I can set things up by priority. I can move things around. I can slide things that didn't happen today to Tuesday. I try to get to most of my shit done that day. I'm OCD about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put things in order. There's things that happen at different times. To do is super duper highly like recommended. I love it. As soon as I didn't always used to be like this, but I started making lists. Just start making lists. You'll you'll become more and more and more and more organized. The more lists you make, just don't be the guy that makes the never ending list and doesn't really cross anything off the list. You know what I mean? There's a balance to being able to, first of all, you have to be able to break up your tasks into something that's accomplishable. You have to feel like you succeeded at the end of the day. So I would, I would advise that. Um, if, if you're making a list, if you're planning, make sure that you can succeed at the end of the day. In fact, preferably with enough time left to watch a movie or you know, do whatever, right? Whatever you got to do, take some, whatever, take a load off, play a game. What I'm saying is it's very important every day that you feel like you succeeded. So if you're constantly putting more on your calendar than you can accomplish at the end of the day, you're going to have a constant uh, sort of stress load. Yeah, I am and I do. And you'll be high anxiety. So there's a balance. Um, I do think you should plan. I'm bad at that. But if you're going to plan, I do also highly recommend that you plan enough that you can accomplish all of it consistently, like 80, 80% of the time. <laughs> and, uh, and even, and even then have time at the end of your day where you could never you know, happens. Yeah. I always put more than I can possibly get done in the yeah. day. I like it cause it forces me to like, I'll put more than I would normally. Right. Like yeah, but the stress will crush it, you. Agreed. Yeah. It is, it yeah. is a little stressful at times. Yeah. Yeah. But there are also instances where uh, I get all my things done for the day. It should be. I, I So my perception is that should be the majority of the time. That should be 80%. That would be healthier. And my I guess agree. is for you, it's probably 20% or 10%. Yeah, probably. I just do. It, it bugs me so much. Like if I finish all my tasks for today, I start looking for like, what could I do today? And that's where I think. From before, like that's from, from I think tomorrow. you have to be able to say No. Yeah. That's tomorrow's work. Yeah, I'd I'm like gonna that. go spend time with my kids. I'm gonna go read them a book. I'm gonna go. Yeah, uh, you're right. Sit down and watch a movie with my wife, or you know, whatever. Or we're gonna you do know, that read tonight. A book, you know, yeah. Like I, I think that's where you have to actually force yourself to be. Remember that you're a human being, and as much as you want it, let's take a step back. We talked about all this energy, all these motivational things. As much as you want it, remember that that we're human beings. I'm nodding in agreement. Yep. You're right. You never know what could happen. You know what I mean? Um, but 
this life we only get we only get one shot at it, you know. And so you you don't know how long you're gonna live. You may not you you know I mean? you may not make it long enough to get all accomplished all that you want to work toward that. I believe that you will make it, mm. but live. Yeah, live. You, you, know got, you got a very good point. So I support that. Anyway. Paid for it by Splate. Believe it. This has been sponsored by Splate. This is the official opinion of Splate. We got to take another break. And then All right. Just, I, I don't know if there's much more to cover. We could actually wrap it up here. We've covered a lot of stuff. We've we got. did. So let me take another break. Um, and uh, but in case this is it, let me actually just let me just. I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna record a sign off. Do it. And um, then we're gonna take a quick break, and then we may come back and, and do a follow up if we've got time or energy. Uh, but it's been a pretty long segment. Guys, Mike, co-founder of Splayed. Dude, thanks for having me. Dude, are you fucking kidding? This is, this is this fun. Still, this is still half your show. Sorry you know I mean? that I didn't have as much up, energy as you deserve. Bro, but this is still half your show. No, okay. man. Next time, I'm, we got to figure out a way to do it early in the morning so you can yeah. get to me before... You got a lot of stuff that you're doing that's separate from the podcast. The podcast is more my dream. We co-founded it. We started it together. Yep. But this has been more, probably more about my hope and dream than you. So I know that like it's you know it's been hard to get you onto the show because I know you're doing a lot of other stuff. So I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad you uh, had me. I want you to come back again and talk about more stuff, guys. He's awesome. It won't he won't be on the show um, all the time. This isn't this isn't as much. I think his passion as it is mine. But we'll get you back, dude. We'll get you back hopefully before awesome. too long. And um, whenever you want to be on the show, by the way, just let me know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Uh, but, uh, dude, fucking A, dude. Welcome back to Splade. Good Thanks, to man. You. Nice being back. <laughs> uh, have a chill last week, everybody. Um, that's it. Peace out. Peace out. All right, man. That's pretty good. That's good, right?